Hey everybody, I'm Eric and this is Today I Watched 2018 Week 49 Part 1 and I'll be talking about a couple of films that I saw um, while Raw was happening and then of course this week's episode of Raw that I watched before and after those films and in between those films. I watched a little bit in between. It was kind of a weird uh, way to watch everything but uh, let's start with these movies that I saw. Because I liked them uh, quite a bit. Um, before the first movie, I saw a, destroy, a, a trailer for Destroyer starring Nicole Kidman. And I can't remember exactly what it's what it's actually about. Um, I, just rem I just knew I had to remember that name so I can watch this at some point. Uh, the one problem I had with the trailer is the... the 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 plethora of critics quotes that they use in this and they're i i don't know i don't feel i feel like i didn't really need any of those to think oh this looks like a pretty cool movie but uh i i don't i don't know i don't know um i guess it helps it must help or else they would, would stop doing it uh for all of these um uh, more indie type film. I don't know if this is actually a, an actual indie film, but like the low budget films, the more art type films, the non blockbusters, even the blockbusters do it for their on their TV commercials. It's like a uh, slam dunk, grand slam of the summer, super summer slam dunk. I can't think of anything other than slam because we're mostly talking about wrestling here, but um. Yeah, I gotta check it out. I don't know when it comes out. I don't know. I don't know anything else about it. But yeah, uh, the the film that I saw that trailer for the film the the film before which I saw that trailer. What no? Um, the movie I then saw was The Guilty, which is a, a Danish film, and I should have pulled up the pages on this. Look it up. It's it's the one. That stars all the Danish people. But <laughs> uh, this was... Uh, I didn't really know anything about this film. Um, I think I read part of the description when I bought a ticket for it. But um, by the time the actual uh, day to, to see it came came around, I didn't remember anything. So uh, this, this film is basically about... Uh, it focuses on, on one guy in a an emergency call center um and by a call center it, it it's just a room with like eight people in it it's not super intense but it, i mean it's just for like that district that he's in and um yeah it's a, a police officer he's he's done something that uh, so he has to uh, be at this desk instead of out in the field doing his thing um as a police officer and uh so we, we kind of learn about what's going on with that throughout the film and uh follows this this story of uh trying to figure out what's going on with uh somebody who calls and they've been abducted um and uh yeah it's it's super interesting it's like kind of a reverse of that one tom hardy film where it's just him driving around in his car because he's mostly talking to people who are, dr are out driving around but you only see him in that office so it's probably a lot easier to film than um that tom hardy film that i can't remember the name of 
was the name of that? It's not going to come to me because it's like, oh, what is it? What is it? All right, I got to look this up. I might as well look up uh, information about the guilty also. Um, I'll do that first. So the guilty movie. Um, it, it, it came out uh, this year. It stars, let's go to IMDb because then I'll be able to e more easily look at the other stuff. Um, let's see, IMDb. Oh, here's the IMDb description. It's maybe a little bit better. Um, a police officer assigned alarm dispatch duty, so like 911, um, enters a, except it's 112 in Denmark, I, I think. If, he, if that's what he was telling one of the people to call back anyway um police officer a police officer assigned alarm dispatch duty enters a race against time when he answers an emergency call from a kidnapped woman um and it stars asgore or uh sorry uh jacob uh jacob Sedergren um as asgard 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 there's no D at the end. Asger Holm, um, he's the he's on camera the entire time, and he's uh, talking to people on the phone. Um, and it's directed by Gustav Mahler, and written by Gustav Mahler. So, um, yeah, it's it, it, it's super interesting. It is in Danish. Is that the? Yeah, it isn't Danish, um, but uh, it's. I mean, it's so it's so interesting, and because there isn't like on screen action and stuff, I think it's a pretty approachable foreign language film. That uh, the subtitles there, because um, you're you're not trying to follow like fist fights or or something. I don't know. What would you What would you expect to see in a, in a more actiony film? Um, people like driving, if you were seeing what was actually happening in these cars and stuff, um, then you'd, uh, you'd be like, ah, I gotta read all these subtitles, maybe. Um, okay, I'm gonna look up Tom Hardy. It's a few films back. It can, I think it came out in, like, 2015, the film that I'm thinking of. Um, so let's go to his, um, filmography. Oh, Locke, that's it. It was in his top couple of films. Um, 2013 came out even further back than I remembered. Um, go check that out. It's got to be on like Netflix or something at this point. Um, it, it's pretty interesting. It's it, it's kind of a similar thing that it's all just focused on one person who's talking on the making calls to people but in this case he's in a car so it's a it's a little bit different in that regard um okay so um let's also look up the other film that i saw was robin hood uh starring um taron egerton and i i, I really liked it uh, i saw it late night uh it was like the ten thirty show so there was like three other people in the theater and it was a small screen anyway. But the, the film itself, I, I really enjoyed. I like how they made it kind of 
kind of like a superhero movie but without like superpowers um but kind of superpowers because he's like really good at shooting arrows um it also starred jamie fox ben mendelson um eve how eve hewson jamie dornan tim minchin who i suspected that was him but i don't think i'd ever seen him in an actual film before so i was, I was like oh, i guess i'll find out who that that is because i'm not sure um and a bunch of other people but uh yeah i i enjoyed it it's kind of, it sets itself up for a sequel i don't know if it actually will get have a sequel made to it if it does i rec i, I uh, recommend it being called robin hood the golden circle um that all and then we can get eddie the eagle the golden circle and then uh rocket man the golden the golden circle did not did i say sequel i meant circle uh rocket man the golden circle and um what's the other big movie that he's been those have been the main big ones i'm really excited for rocket man it's gonna be real good real real good um taron egerton what, what else is he known for sing the golden circle that'd be a good one um billionaire boys club is that already come out it says 2018 but i must have missed it if it hasn't come out yet um i think that's pretty much what he's most known for all these other roles are, uh he's not the starring person so anyway just call all the sequel sequels the the golden circle and it'll be fun fun for everyone and just make it work it means something entirely different for each film like the golden circle would be eddie the eagle winning a gold medal right uh and sing it would be uh, getting a gold album and then in uh robin hood it would just simply be about some uh more something more similar to the in kingsman whether it's like a secret society type of thing or uh further taking down the church and the and, and all of that or something i don't know anyway uh yeah I, I didn't talk about anything that actually happens in the film there, there's all kinds of action stuff i i really like the action stuff um jamie fox is really good um uh Ter although the one thing that i got me thinking about things is that he's he is very unconcerned with hiding his identity and he's around there are many times that he is around both the hood and uh robin of loxley uh playing the role that he's still uh putting on airs that he's a uh an heir um that he's he's a lord and he still has, is still wealthy and all of that um he's around him in both situations like all the time and i thought maybe at first like oh nobody really cares like he's like a nobody um who would even remember him but later on oh this is kind of a spoiler later on they know like know who exactly who he is they know his whole story and all of that like who did did, did did he tell them about all of that or did they already know that um it might have been the one guy who's like 
the who is uh, his commanding officer who is robin's uh commanding officer maybe i don't know anyway i i did like this movie i think it's worth checking out um maybe maybe wait till it's on home video instead um it it, it's it'd totally be a, a fun movie night at home also but uh i think i would have enjoyed this on the big screen like uh in a premium format um but it 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 it's maybe not quite uh the same high high quality level as uh the as um more well-known blockbusters um you got some there's some action scenes and stuff that you could tell that uh oh yeah there is a lot of like 300 type of cinematography in this uh what's like slow motion things like that which i guess would be is is i mean it's cool but um i don't know it maybe relied on that too much for the action stuff um oh this description is very very subjective okay the first part of this a war-hardened crusader and his Moorish commander mount an audacious revolt against the corrupt English crown. Then the rest of this, it kind of goes off the rails in, like, really trying to sell it. In a thrilling action-adventure packed with gritty battlefield exploits, mind-blowing flight choreography, and a timeless romance. So, uh, maybe a little, trying a little bit too, too hard. In that IMDb description... Come on now. All right. But I, I recommend seeing it at some point. Um, I, I saw it uh, at Elmo Draft House, at least on weeknights, um, shows after nine, after nine. Thir- I don't know what the, the time cutoff is, but the late night shows um, are only like five, five dollars and twenty five cents or something like that. They're super cheap. Um, so. It was a it was a it was a great value to go see it in the theater but anyway uh let's talk then about uh monkey's paw raw monday night monday night monkey's paw this whole episode uh the first hour oh man it was um like is this groundhog day we're just reliving last week it's all the same stuff it's in a different order, and I, I don't know what, what anybody's done to deserve this. Um, and it, the whole, like, first 30, 40 minutes of it was all women's division, which, on paper, you think, oh, that's awesome. They're getting featured at the top of the show. They're getting a solid chunk of time. It's all about them. But then it's more open forum with awful questions from the audience awful answers from bailey and sasha um awful everything they did tease the women's tag team championships the first time somebody in the wwe has said those words on a tv show in the on one of the main tv shows that i'm aware of um and that was right after saying that they want to go up against um uh lita and trish um at wrestlemania so 
I guess if that does happen, they could be able to see we said it was going to happen. And then you, you all ignore it because it's such an awful part of the show. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, then after that, there was all kinds of uh, Natalia was going to team up with Ronda against Nia and Tamina. But then they attacked them beforehand and the riot squad put Natalia through a table. That part, that moment was pretty cool. Um, so Natalia was out and Ronda has to get a new tag team partner. And this ends. So this is the the second part of the the monkey's paw, is that this ended up being the main event. Like the wish would be, oh, I want uh, I want Ember Moon in the main event of Monday Night Raw. She she was the partner. She was Ronda's partner, but they were fighting Naya and Tamina. And uh, so it's like you get what you wish for, but here's the here's the catch that. It's it's this match. It's not Ember Moon versus Ronda one on one with no outside funny business or anything like that. It's them teaming up against Naya and Tamina, and oh boy. So uh, okay, all of that aside, this there's this whole like chronicle of Baron Corbin's rise to power thing that was weird, and then we had Drew McIntyre Appreciation Day, which uh, you know I don't mind that. Because Drew McIntyre is awesome. Um, but that, in addition, it, it seemed weird to follow that after they already did this whole thing for Baron Corbin. Um, but it was interrupted because his feature, his his video package, it completely excluded Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph took offense to that. And so Dolph turns, comes out and he turns on, on Drew. And then they end up having a match right then and there, which is kind of kind of crazy. Um that maybe maybe make that the match at at TLC instead of anyway Dolph wins with a little bit of help from Finn Balor and then uh so this is a, another monkey's paw type situation except this one I we don't know really know what the catch is yet I guess the catch is that Finn Balor gets ends up getting beat up backstage um at the end of all this but uh Finn he he costs Drew a match that match against Dolph Ziggler, and then uh, he also um, rounds up Leo Rush so that Elias can smack him with his guitar, um, and then he fights Jinder Mahal and wins. I'm pretty sure he won because he's he, he backstage is like oh he just beat Jinder Mahal and all that, um, so he. Uh, He's uh, taking out two thirds of three man band, um, and then third, third, the third one third, um, one third of the best in the world. Um, get to him in just a minute, but uh, yeah, it's it's Finn's getting a lot had a lot of screen time this week more than Seth. Seth only had like had the one segment where he came out and confronted Dean Ambrose. And Dean Ambrose had the whole thing with the gas masks and the crew of people. So he's he he was with just two guys wearing right gear type stuff, but now he's he's with six guys, six nobodies wearing gas masks and and stuff. So, but like, I guess he, he that's part of it. I I don't know. We'll see how all of that unfolds. The match itself, I think, is going to be great. Seth versus Dean for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, I'm looking forward to that, but the, getting there 
is kind of kind of goofy and um it, it's it, it's kind of doing seth some disservice like before this even though it's mostly matches against dolph ziggler even last week that was the best part of the show is his match against dolph ziggler but even though it's it, it was those two basically every week it was it was really good every week and uh and those matches were awesome now there's no seth rollins match who is he uh, defending against? Uh, th- does he retain the cha- Does Dean win the championship? And he needs to go back after Dean. And it's just between these these two now. And I may, I mean, it may end up being the most amazing match of all time ever. Um, in which case, I'll have my mind changed. But um, I think it will be uh, Seth is obviously the top guy right now. And it's it's um it's not the it's not the most exciting thing to watch right now. Anyway, um, so let's talk for a moment. I already mentioned everything else, all this other that crazy stuff. Oh, we also had a lucha house party, um, versus uh, I think it was just about just against Dawson. Is that this is gonna be one on one match, and then. They're like, okay. And then JoJo says, this match will be under Lucha House rules that all three of them can come. <laughs> this is um, absolutely Groundhog Day type situation. Like, no matter what, they, they're trying to change things, but it's, they, it's still unchangeable on the other end. And uh, it could be that that could be the, the story that's going on here. They are stuck. And the Bill Murray and uh, Ned, uh, that's not his name. His name is Ned. Or is the other guy, oh, I forget the actual names of the, the Bing, the Bing guy. The Lucia House Party is the Bing guy. And the revival is Bill Murray. And he's just trying to get, just get this done with. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, but he has to keep doing it until he figures out how exactly to make the day actually move forward. And that will be when they get to fight the New Day, because then they face the, then they are going on to the next day, the New Day. Yeah? No. Um, <laughs> I, I, it was right before this, I thought, oh, wait, this is on the way to be being, it's not there yet, because it's not good. But this is on the way to being like so bad that it's good, that type of thing, and it's almost there now. It is almost there now because that actually made me laugh when <laughs> JoJo is completely ignored. I feel like it's all her fault. She just completely ignores that they say it's going to be a one-on-one match. She says, "I, I have the script here. It says it's Lucha House Rules." So what she says goes. No complaints from the ref because like. That's what I was told to begin with anyway. So, like, you guys do whatever you want. So there's nothing that could say that they couldn't. Um, that they, they couldn't have their, um, they couldn't then add Dash back in or get somebody else. So I guess we'll, I guess we're, we're destined to see this unfold further next week and the week after that and the week after that and the week after that. But hopefully next week. Raw is a lot better. That continues a slightly upward and then a little bit further upward um, ascent from last week. There's no such thing as a downward ascent. But uh, 
yeah we'll see uh the last thing to talk about in this episode and uh this this part i watched um way after it actually aired um because uh i was in those movies i was in the theater watching those movies i wasn't in the movies but uh baron corbin goes up to beauty and the man beast Heath Slater and Rhino says I the I crunched the numbers. Could have had Dana Brooke do that for him, but uh, I, I we can only we only have room for one of you, so you're gonna fight each other, and the winner uh, stays employed. And uh, so they're they're both really hesitant. They're, they're they're standing across the ring from each other, and then Rhino just goes for it and starts beating him up. Uh, Heath Slater pulls out uh, whatever that that move is, is that like a back. A neck breaker, swinging neck breaker. Um, hits Ryan with that, and he gets the win. And he's happy. He's got kids. He's got a job now. He needs this job. But he just put his friends out of the job. His friends fired. And so he's very um, torn about it. And backstage, he talks to Corbin. Is, is there anything we can do for Rhino? Except he needs this job, too, and all that. Um says uh what does he say he's, he's, uh, anyway basically i don't know his exact response but uh he says uh he thinks that he's he's safe that he's good but baron corbin is uh, uh, you're not gonna be a wrestler or you're not gonna be a performer i you're gonna start your new job and he gives him a ref shirt so um i'm i'm a little bit disappointed that we didn't see heath slater as a referee later that night that would have been pretty funny he's like he's just thrown right into it he's like i'm putting you to work now um there was a referee that i don't recall seeing ever before he's he did a bunch of the matches tonight he did the main events and at least one or two other matches i Maybe it's one of the referees that I'm familiar with, and he just changed his look. Uh, I don't know, but to me, I was just I watched this whole episode on my phone, so that could have been a part of it. But, um, but yeah, so next week it, we've got to see Heath Slater as a referee, right? And maybe he's like really bad at it. Um, that 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 should definitely be what happens. Probably, or maybe he's really good at it. Maybe he ends up costing baron corbin and all of his his cronies um all of their uh all their matches so he slayer can one hand like robin hood he can turn the tide and um and and put the uh the goods the forces of good back on top and uh, yeah maybe maybe that's wishful thinking i suppose but anyway the the actual the real right what the real right the real life ramifications of this, or rather the reason that this happened, I doubt that this decision was made because this match happened or the, the reverse, but Rhino announced that he's, uh, he's done is he retiring. That was his last match. So he's uh, putting, putting his, his, uh, his uh, best friends for the last couple of years. He's uh, given him his job making the sacrifice well he didn't make the sacrifice but he he was sacrificed um but uh yeah so that that's kind of a that's kind of a bummer he's ryan has been so so much fun 
And it's one of those things where it's like, now everybody's like, oh, Ryan was so great and all of that. But it's like, we, nobody's really talking about him. And, uh, like, when he wasn't on the show, nobody's like, oh, I wish Ryan was on this week. That kind of thing. But when he does show up, they're like, oh, that was pretty funny. Or whatnot. Or like, oh, they're just on main event, blah, 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 blah. And kind of talk crap about it. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I I guess we'll see what he he does from here. If he uh, um, is still involved in in wrestling and WWE with do, doing stuff, not wrestling, um, or if he uh, just got does goes and does his own thing, which um, is you can see going going either way. I didn't read anything about like interviews or stuff. If there have been any about uh, with him about it so far. But anyway, uh, the inaugural SmackDown Tag Team Champions, one half of them is no more, and the other half is a mere referee. Where do we go from here? We'll find out next week on Monday Night Monkey's Paw, episodes 1,333, I think, whatever episode number it is. Um, Let me know what you thought about this episode, and if you've seen The Guilty or robin hood or if you've seen the uh, uh, destroyer early what you think about all of those um stay tuned for whenever that comes out eventually i'll be talking about destroyer but that's gonna be that's like a that's like that's like targeting a grain of sand on a distant beach that you're gonna visit next next spring um it's it's kind of kind of weird to to put it on your radar yet Anyway, um, let me know what you thought about all that by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes, write a review in iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. I realize I haven't posted anything. Um, I haven't kept the Patreon page up to date because um, there aren't any followers on there yet. But um, still, go on there, and then it'll encourage me to, like, oh, yeah, I should keep things up to date on here also maybe um or or you know just 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 subscribe to the show here on itunes and on spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts that's it for now thanks for tuning in and i'll be back with week 20 week 30 week 49 week 49 part two be talking about smackdown live uh mix match challenge and uh i'm planning on seeing creed 2 and uh and ralph breaks the internet R- ralph wrecks the ralph wrecks why is it called ralph breaks the internet he's wreck it ralph ralph wrecks it, it should be rex everybody's been talking about this already probably um i maybe i maybe we'll just see creed 2 but we'll see um so stay tuned for part two of this week and i'll talk to you later this has been today i watched Bye.